Come on. Now, like Hannah said, my name's Harvey, if we have never met before. Um, and did you know there are some things that when you get older, you realize are just for the young people. Now, this is the kind of thing you hear your old, your grandparents say. They're like, oh, I wish my knees were as good as they were when I was your age. Right now, I've realized, and I'm only 23, right, which isn't old. It's not. Um, that I used to be able to, like, go to, stay up really late at night and then be able to get up the next day for school and, like, be absolutely fine. What I realized getting older is I struggle big time. If I'm doing a late night, I cannot be doing an early morning as well. But, see, there's some things that are only for the young, or it seems like it. Um, things like staying up late, playing PlayStation till late hours, hanging out with mates and having the time to be able to go explore and see the sunset after school, um, sending memes to each other, uh, going on different adventures. Maybe it's eating 10 bags of Doritos and not feeling a thing, like being absolutely fine. There are some things that it seems are for the young, but there, are t there will be times where your friends don't live as close to you. There will be times where your mom no longer does the shopping for your groceries. Um, and that's why we need to make the most of being young. I'm including myself in that as well. Um, because you're only young once. Now, we hear that phrase all the time, right? You're only young once. We can use that as an excuse for some of these awesome things like eating Doritos, but also for some things that aren't too good for us. Um, I know I used to do that as well. Um, see... When I was younger, uh, near where I lived, there was this big abandoned house in the middle of a field, right? It was the kind of place that people used to make up, like, these haunted stories about. And we used to, like, sneak in there when we were younger as teenagers. Um, and it was all, like, broken down walls and floors that had big holes in them. I don't know what I was thinking, right? I thought I was invincible or something because it was the most dangerous place to be hanging out. Um, but not only that, is it was owned. It was land that was owned by somebody else. Um, and one day, we're hanging out there. We're playing, like, tag in the, this old old abandoned house, do not encourage it, like this is not what you do, um, and we're doing that, and then we hear this voice shouting, um, and so we go to find out what this voice is, and we see that there is uh, this farmer that is shouting at us, telling us to get out of this house, turns out he owns the land, but he lives in a house just down the road, and so we freak out, we just decide to run, right, we're getting out of there, because he's like, I'm going to call the cops on you, all of that, so we just run through this field, and there's these big hay things, and they're like hitting us in the face, but we're just trying to get to the road, um, and eventually we make it, right? It feels like we're all safe, we're all good. Suddenly, I start to feel this itching on my skin. And I look down and like my skin's gone all red, it's all like blotchy. Turns out there's some sort of pesticide on these big plants that were there and like I'm swelling up, I'm freaking out, my mate's screaming for his mum, like not a good time. And we get back and I'm having to like explain to my mum, look, I just fell in some grass and she's like, how does that make any sense? Um, and I'm in pain for hours. It is not a good day. But I used the excuse, well, you're only young once. Um, and I could have and probably should have got in a lot of trouble for that. But I used that excuse as well. But see, we've all done that. We've all used the excuse, well, I'm only young once. Maybe it's going to that party that we knew we should not have been at. Maybe it's staying up way later than we should have stayed up. Maybe it means watching that film that is rated way too highly and you know is not going to be good for you uh, to watch. Maybe it is uh, something else. But we've all done it. It's not to be putting out shame, but we've all been there. Um, but what if there is some more power in being young than just testing the boundaries? What if there's more power in being young than just testing boundaries? Now, Janine, last week, she spoke about uh, two people 
uh, who were called Timothy and Paul. Now, Paul invited Timothy on a journey. He took him with him to learn and to lead other people. Uh, Timothy went with Paul. He learned from him, and he took him to this place from, called Ephesus. And he put Timothy, this young guy, in charge of this big church, which had people who were younger than him and people who were older than him as well. Uh, It was a big responsibility. And what Paul did was he sent letters of encouragement to Timothy. They're in the Bible. You can check them out. They're called 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy. Um, So you can look at those another time. Uh, But they give us a good idea of what being young can look like. And he writes this. This is what our whole series is based off. In 1 Timothy 4.12, he says this. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. But set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. See, Paul knew that Timothy wasn't a leader for later. He didn't have to wait till he was older to be significant. He didn't have to wait until he had a little bit more experience. But he knew that God had a plan for Timothy right there whilst he was young. And he wrote some more stuff to him. He writes this. He ends his letter by saying this. Timothy, God, what has been entrusted to your care. Turn away from godless chatter and the opposing ideas of what is falsely called knowledge. Basically, what he's saying is make sure your life lines up with your beliefs. Make sure uh, you've got it all together in your personal life and your private life. And make sure you keep people focused on God as well. It's a huge responsibility, right? He's leading this big church of people who are younger than him and older than him. And he's young himself as well. Um, And see, Paul wanted him to know the significance of what he was doing. But he also didn't want to let him turn uh, turn to distractions. He talks about false knowledge and godless chatter. Um, And now, if we're real, this isn't a thing that just was back then. We know there is false knowledge in the world today, in our culture. We know that there are things that people say will bring us the most exciting life that might not actually do that. Whether it's going to that party, you'll feel absolutely alive if you go there. You'll feel amazing if you just watch that stuff on Pornhub. You'll feel great if you just hang out with these people who smoke and drink and whatever. And sometimes we can be told by the world that this is the right thing to do and it will lead to life. But here's what Paul is saying to Timothy. He's saying to him, uh, focus on what you know to be true by trusting in Jesus. He's saying that there is more for you than what is common. Just because everyone else is doing it, it doesn't mean that that's the best for your life. Um, So get people around you. Get people like Paul who isn't going to point you towards the distractions. Uh, What if there's more for your life than what you have noticed? Um, See, I believe that God has a plan and a purpose for all of us. Uh, That applies whether you're in high school, whether you're 86. Like, that is not limited to age. We believe that God has a plan and a purpose for every single one of us. Um, And I believe that God doesn't want you to just wander through these years experiencing, not experiencing significance and not helping other people. See, you have an opportunity to change the course of the lives around you by helping and serving them. And that doesn't mean don't have fun, right? See, we're supposed to have fun in life, but it means don't get distracted from what's important. Now, I've got a little bit of a a visual thing for you. Um, See, in high school, you're there for five years, and I Googled this because I'm not very good with maths, but it turns out in five years, there is 261 weeks. 
right? And in those 261 weeks, you get to choose what you do with those weeks. And so let's imagine this is all of your weeks. Maybe you want to spend, out of that 261, you want to spend a few hanging out with friends, right? Because friends are pretty important. We want to have some friends around us. That's cool. Um, Maybe some of those, because your parents have put some pressure on and maybe the pocket money they give you isn't quite enough, you want to start saving some money of your own. So you want to get a job, um, and you'll spend some time there, some of your weeks over doing that thing over there. Maybe there's some family gathering that you've got to go to as well, so you, you know what I mean. You've got to spend some time doing that as well. But here's the thing. We've got that many weeks, but we get to choose what we do with it. We get a choice of how we spend our time. And no matter how we spend that time, that five, those five years, they're not coming back. So you get to choose. The story of these five years will come down to what you do with the majority of your time. There are so many ways we could spend our time, so many different containers that we could have mentioned and things we could have been done, some things that could have been incredible and amazing and important, other things that maybe aren't quite as important as well. But the, the beauty of it is we get to choose what we do with those. Do you want to be known as someone who makes an impact? Do you want to be known as someone who takes the potential you have to make a difference seriously? Or do you want to be known for the distractions? So you have more power than you think. And so we've agreed uh, in these years, they can be special. Uh, but that's only part of what we're trying to say tonight. If you're a Christian here today, it's more than just making a difference or making an impact. It's experiencing what God has for you in your younger years. Ultimately, we're here as a team. We're here, all of your leaders, because we believe that God has a plan and a purpose for this generation. That we, God doesn't want us to just coast our way through life, but that he's got a calling for each and every one of us that is incredible and exciting. We believe that with everything. That's why we're here. Um, and whether you're a Christian or not, we're here because we believe that God, God's got that plan for you. Um, and so you can chat to us about that. Um, and that involves getting closer to God, getting to know God for yourself. Um, and so I've got a few steps, whether you're a Christian or not, a few steps that can help you. If you're wanting to go on this little bit of a journey of getting to know what God has got for you, um, hopefully they'll be on the screen, but I'm not sure if the slides are coming up. Um, so the first one is this, ask God, what do you have for me? What do you have for me? Have a think, have a pray, talk to God just like you would talk to a friend, and maybe write some stuff down as well. Have a think about what, what has God got for me and what are the passions and the individual things that I've got inside me that I could give out into the world as well. What could God use me for? And if you have no idea on how to get started in that, chat to your crew leader because maybe they see something in you that you don't see in yourself. Um, the second one is this. Evaluate where you, what you're currently up to. Uh, one question that you can ask um, that can be helpful, it's not an easy one, but it's a simple one, is how might my words, actions, habits, or friends be distracting me from what God has for me? Maybe ask a close friend that you trust to be honest with you about it, to be honest. Um, see, we believe with everything that God takes you seriously right now. You don't have to get to a certain age or a certain stage but that God cares for you and has a plan for you. Um, and if you're not a Christian and you aren't sure if you want to follow this Jesus that we keep talking about, then talk to your crew leader. Um, 
because they can tell you a little bit more about the kind of life that Jesus offers. Um, See, we believe that living for Jesus is the most exciting life that you can live. And if that is seriously true, then it's worth finding out a little bit more about, I think, as well.